Merry Christmas, stepmamas. Welcome to a special holiday episode of Raising His Kids, the podcast where we share the joys and challenges of blended family life. I'm Tony, and I'm joined this Christmas Day by my amazing co-host, Lauren. Merry Christmas, everyone. We're thrilled to be spending this festive season with all of you. Today, we've got something truly special in store, your blended family success stories, and yes, some disasters too. Let's dive right in with a heartwarming story from a listener. They wrote, our first Christmas with our baby, three weeks old, and I'm kind of excited that Biomom has stepkids until noon on Christmas Day. Less pressure for us, and we get to enjoy the holidays as our own little family, but still get to celebrate with them later. I love that. That's a brand new little ours, baby. (laughs) It is. And I messaged her back. I probably should have said congratulations because I missed the three weeks old bit because when I read it, I skimmed. Right. Um, (laughs) But I messaged back to let her know that that's exactly how we spent our, like, Miss Kay's first Christmas. Yeah. So we had the morning and then we got the boys. It sucked because we had to drive around to pick them up. But we had to drive around, pick them up, and then come back. And it was just, it was so relaxing that way because we got our little Christmas morning together and then we celebrated in the afternoon together yeah that's what that's what we're doing this year christmas day is going to be just the three of us and we're celebrating with my stepson on christmas eve so it'll be nice that we'll have like the whole family like thing we're splitting up her presents. she's going to get the fun ones when we're with uh, my stepson um that way they can like play and stuff together but then like on christmas day it'll just be the three of us and i'm excited that we get to do that too yeah it's kind of perfect for the first christmas Yeah. So here's an interesting journey from another listener. Before I left my ex, I started to alternate years between his family and mine. My mother-in-law wasn't a fan. Two years after leaving and she is happy with the arrangement and happily works with me. I wonder why it took her leaving for her mother-in-law to work with her. I remember when I was with Big K's dad and his family really hated that I wanted to spend Christmas with my family and do stuff with my family. That's bizarre. Yeah, the year that Big K was overcooked, like he was due the 16th of December and on Christmas Day I was in like prodermal labor. The only time I felt comfortable was in the pool because it's hot, sweaty, yeah, contractions, but nothing was happening. Even my brother's like, why have they not induced you yet? That's horrible. He was looking at me on Christmas Day going, why have they not induced you yet? I was like, as big as a whale. It was so hot. I was sweating. And because dad was like, when are we going? They're all messaging me. They want us to come over. I'm like, really? Like, Oh my God. Like, no, I'm not going anywhere right now. Yeah. And I had to drive because he didn't have a license because of medical reasons. So I had to drive and they seemed really annoyed because we didn't get there till late in the afternoon and I just did not want to do anything. And his and Big K's great-grandparents, bless them, sweetest people, but they were shoving a video camera in my face and I was just like, I get it, they love to record the family functions. But I was so huge, so uncomfortable. I had a giant baby in me that just was not making his way out. Right. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. I was so grateful that uh, my baby was born in May, so I didn't have to do the summer pregnant. I would have died. But also, I never even made it to 40 weeks. So, And I was so uncomfortable. I can't even imagine. I definitely would not be driving anywhere. So they would be having to come to us if they wanted to see us if I was pregnant. At least that pregnant. Like, I remember, well, I was eight months pregnant when I had to travel to see my family 
that was back in 2019. And I remember my mum going, I can't believe you did this because number one, it was our first Christmas together in our home. It was mine and my husband's first Christmas married. And my siblings basically demanded it of me that I go to my parents' house in the morning to exchange gifts. Oh, that's so, annoying. Uh, it was just rush, rush, rush. And it was horrible. And after yeah. that, I said, I am not doing this anymore. I'm not leaving my house. I have my kids for half the day mm-hmm. and they want to be together. Like Big K didn't like being ripped away from the boys. I was heavily pregnant and I was just, it was yeah. horrible. Yeah. that is, Being pregnant makes it way tougher. Like I, I was, I was brand new pregnant at Christmas last year. So that really wasn't a factor for me, but I imagine being like that pregnant makes it a lot harder. Yeah, and just everyone pulling you in every direction. It's a, a yeah. nightmare. So, so anyway, I'm glad the mother-in-law is working with you now. That's at least at least she is now. <laughs> absolutely. Now we received a message that left us hanging. I was fed up not being treated as a mother. I was like, what? I was like, I feel like you left me hanging. So let <laughs> me go into the messages to actually read the conversation. So I messaged her back and I said, I feel like I'm missing a massive part of this story. You left me on a cliffhanger. I was fed up being like, I was like, like what? I'm dying to know. And she said, I was fed up not being treated as a mother. I've got an 11, nine and two year old. I was so over being treated less than the mud on ground. Being spoken to like a child was the most degrading thing. Also having our lives dictated and telling me my husband has to give up his job to suit her life. It's frustrating, but I had to put my foot down. I won't ever be belittled or bothered, treated equally by anyone. That is um, horrible. Who was treating her like that? Bioma? Bioma. Okay. Bioma. And then she went on to say, also, she is so racist to Indian and both our son's cultural backgrounds are Indian. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is, that's horrible. Oh, my God. Next level brutal. But yeah, I'm guessing there was more to that story, but that's what she told me. I was just like, that is... Yeah. I mean, I'm glad she put her foot down and like finally decided that that was over. Because that's that's hard to do to set those boundaries and stuff. Yeah. Setting boundaries can be so difficult. Yeah. And that's that's rough, though. I feel for that. Mm -hmm. And here's a listener sharing their struggles during the holidays. I feel like the holidays are super hard for me between custody and dear husband buying high conflict bio mom gifts are they from the kids or from him because i feel like that makes a difference it makes a big difference and i think if he's buying her gifts it would probably be from the kids i would think so too and if that's the case um it would probably annoy me too but i with everything going on during the holidays i wouldn't let it get to you but if it's from him that's an issue yeah, if it's from him, that's a massive issue. That's a red flag there. Yeah. Like my my son's father's never bought me a Christmas gift from our son ever. Even when you were together? Yeah, no. Oh my like God. I got, so yeah, like even when we were together in separation, we haven't. I used to take my son shopping to buy his dad a gift. Now I don't. I see it as he has a stepmother who also has a child with him. So basically from the point of them having a child together, I stopped helping my son buy a gift and I remind him. I do still say to him, do you want me to take you shopping or do you want your stepmom to take you shopping? Right. And he goes, oh, I'll talk to her about it. So I just leave it at that. I don't push it. I don't go out of my way. Right. So, but like my husband's always bought gifts for me from the kids. Also knowing that, you know, because dad never did it, he never wanted to buy gifts from the boys for his ex it was me who said to him 
it would be nice right if you are if you took them shopping to buy her gifts but since she remarried he hasn't done it yeah i feel like once you're in even if you're not like officially married once you're in like a serious relationship it's like that person's turn now so when we started getting like really serious i took that over like i bought my husband gifts from my stepson um but we did still buy his mom gifts from my stepson until she got into a serious relationship so i feel like that's when like you kind of take the reins over with that right i feel like once there's a serious step parent and i say that because in my eyes you don't have to be married or have a child with someone to be a step parent it's once you've been together realistically if you've been together more than a year and you're living together you're a step parent yeah definitely and i feel like when there is a step parent involved then it does take the pressure off the bio parent the other bio parent to have to do that unless of course the child asks yeah it yeah, I agree if they ask, but it does make more sense just because like I know what goes on like in our house, what my husband would want, what they do together, like all that stuff more than his mom does. He's never asked any of us to buy a gift for somebody else. So I don't know. There there might be something there with my mom, but yeah, I don't know. So it does make more sense for the, the step parents to buy the gift if that's possible, in my opinion. Yeah, and if this is your husband going out and buying a gift from him for the other parent, that's a little weird. I yeah. find it weird. I'd see it as a red flag. Like if my ex showed up here with a present for me from him, I'd be like, what? Yeah, especially if she's high conflict. Like they obviously don't get along. That would not be good. That would like literally be like your ex bringing you a gift even if you didn't have kids. Like if my ex showed up, if my ex showed up here without a gift or with a gift for me, that would be so awkward and weird. And it doesn't make it any less awkward and weird just because you have a kid together, in my opinion. Exactly. But if if they're doing it from the kids, let it go because they're showing their child what it means to be a respectable human, right? Right. This is the season of giving. We want to teach our kids that they don't just receive, that they also have to give. Right. Yeah. And I mean, with so much else going on in stepmom life, I feel like it's not worth the mental energy. It's kind of a side note, but my husband's birthday is around Christmas. And one time, bio mom got him like this giant cake with like 15 balloons tied to it, like from her. So when we dropped off my stepson, she, he like my husband brought him into the house and then came back out with like this giant balloon thing. And I feel like because it was our the first year we were really serious. So I feel like she was trying to like get a reaction out of me or at least us. Mm-hmm. But um, it was so awkward. Like he, or my husband's like, I don't want this. Like it's just so, so awkward. Yeah. Like at least say that it was from T not go happy birthday. This is for me. That's yeah. weird. Actually, it was signed her and her mom, which is even weirder. Like at least put his name on it. Like, oh my God. Right. Like at least if T's name was on it, you'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And like if that was the case, she should have given it to us like in the morning so that we could eat it with tea like you know what i mean just have like a little birthday thing and but it's like it was so, so weird so you karen is mental she is i'm like i definitely got this covered up. i actually bought him a cake and we ate it with your kid so it's okay yeah right it's like <laughs> i had my cake and i ate it too out of yours. <laughs> yeah right all right so our last listener shared a challenging situation which was 
High Conflict Bio Mum is withholding stepdaughter both of our weekends in December. We're only seeing her Monday, Tuesdays before the break. Oh, I've been there. That's really rough. That is just so rough. And I can't imagine doing that to my child. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like the kids are the ones that get hurt the most. Even with all the drama Big K's dad and I have had, I don't ever want to do that to my kid. Like the only time he hasn't seen his dad is when he told me he didn't want to see his dad. Yeah. I mean, that's like, especially in like his situation, that's understandable. But also at some point, like it's also not always the kid's decision. Because there's a lot of, like, brainwashing going on in, like, the Mm -hmm. parent community, it seems like. Oh, absolutely. And, but, like, the way I tackled the situation was, okay, you can have a break from your dad, but you have to go to therapy. If you don't go to therapy, you don't get a break from your dad. Yeah, that's that makes sense because he probably needed it. He did need it, and he agreed to go back to therapy. He felt like he did. He he didn't want to feel a certain way about his dad, but he couldn't help right. but feel a certain way about his dad. He sees the value in therapy because I've always had him in therapy since he could talk. And, right. you know, it helped him. And I know this isn't Christmas-related, but in our last episode, we talked about the fact – well, I talked about the fact that I was going back to mediation because of a lack of communication, and I feel like we had a major breakthrough. Oh, really? It was like a Christmas miracle. <laughs> that, so is, that is nice. I, I was able to tell him something that Big K was upset about. Uh, oh, God, I forgot about that. And he completely tried to blow me off and say that, you know, it's not true. And if Big K was upset about it, why doesn't he talk to him? I said, because he's scared of you. Yeah. So, and like after we had mediation, they had a midday, a midweek dinner visit and Big K came home and he goes, oh, did you tell dad what I said? And I said, yeah, I did. I said, because I want to be honest with your father. He goes, oh, dad talked to me. I said, and did you tell him the truth? And he goes, yeah, I did. I said, do you feel much better for telling him the truth of how you feel? He's like, yeah. I said, and how did dad react? He goes, oh, he was okay. And he promised me that, you know, things aren't going to change and all the rest. So, you know, Christmas miracles do happen. So yeah, I hope that's true that it doesn't get affected too much. Hopefully. And I think he just, he needed to have that conversation with his dad and his dad and I need to have a conversation. Yeah, for you sure. know, I talked to him about how the podcast isn't all about him. And yes, I do talk about our situation. But, you know, I told him I don't always talk about the bad stuff. You only hear the bad stuff. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. You know, That's so I, true. And there have been times where I've talked about where things have gotten along. And I've always said that, you know, Big K's dad and I never like we weren't always at each other's throats in co-parenting. We've had times where our co-parenting has been really good and really strong. And, you know, he even said to me, he was like, oh, well, maybe if there's more good in our co-parenting, you might talk about more of the good stuff and less of the bad stuff. I can't believe he listens to it. I know. It's crazy. I just, I said to him, I said, why do you listen? I'm yeah. Like, I would listen. never listen to like, Karen's podcast on parenting I would never listen to that because I know I don't want to hear it like if if you don't like it don't listen to it but yeah it's not all about you I have a completely separate life like a, sep- a separate co-parenting life that has nothing to do with you right definitely oh my god so weird so, but I'm gonna take it as it's my Christmas miracle yeah you did so do you have anything to share for this Christmas day episode before we wrap it up I don't think so. I'm hoping everything goes smoothly and according to plan. And I have nothing to complain about when we come back from Christmas. Me too. Me too. (laughs) 
Thank you, amazing listeners, for sharing your stories with us. Remember, whether it's success or challenges, you're not alone in this journey. Wishing you all a Merry Christmas and a joyous holiday season. Absolutely. From our blended families to yours, may this season be filled with love, understanding, and beautiful moments. Keep raising those amazing kids, and we'll be back in the new year. Bye. Bye.